Welcome to the My First 5 Million podcast, where we share the trials and tribulations of two brand new mortgage brokers on their quest to fund their first $5 million in mortgages. And now, your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Peckford here. Welcome to the My First 5 Million podcast, where we're documenting the journeys of two amazing new brokers on their quest to their first 5 million in production. This is such an amazing industry, and these two have been so much fun to get to know and to coach over the last three to four weeks as we continue to work with them. And so today we talk about your customer journey. And so if you don't know what your customer journey is, it's essentially your customer's experience from first contact to client for life. And so I often use this metaphor to explain this. So imagine if you're gonna open a burger stand and you said to me, Scott, I'm excited. I've always wanted to have the burger business. I'm gonna open a burger stand. And I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope the first thing that you do before you open that burger stand is you actually clearly define what your recipes are going to be. Because if you don't, what's going to happen is somebody's going to show up one time and like that burger was delicious. The next time they come back, they're like, it's not the same. What happened? So you're going to create a very inconsistent process. And it's the same thing in your mortgage business. Your recipe is your customer journey. So everything that happens from first contact to client for life. Because ultimately, what we sell is a commodity. Mortgages are a commodity. And the way you differentiate is you create an experience that they can't get with someone else. And the way to create that experience is to map your customer journey. So we talk about that today. We also talk about engineering moments of wow. So this whole idea of, okay, it's great that you have a process, but what is the secret sauce? What is the, you know, leaven, herbs, and spices that you put into your recipe that makes somebody want to work with you and come to your burger shop or your, you know, mortgage business so that you get more business? And so this is the couple of things that we talk about today. And Isabel and Enrique went through our training on how to do this. And we just talked about some of the things that they picked up and just the insights of mapping out a customer journey. So if you have never done this before, I highly, I can't emphasize this enough. You need to get this done. And then once it's done, the great part is is you're going to make less errors. You're going to have a more consistent process and you'll be able to close more files and your business will be scalable. Don't skip this step. It's like, this is the one thing you do not want to skip. So check out this episode with Enrique and Isabel. And thanks again for checking out this episode. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for having us, Scott. So this last week we did some training on customer journey. And so if you don't know what a customer journey is, it's where you map out every step of your loan process from first contact to client for life. And even if you're brand new and you may think, Scott, I don't know if I need to do this. I've only got one client or I haven't got any clients yet. It's really important in order to create a consistent experience, because if you don't, it will cost you deals. It will cost you referrals and relationships. And so we went through a process with this with Isabel and Enrique. And so I'll talk with you first, Isabel. So in terms of like, what was your biggest takeaway or aha going through the process of mapping out your customer journey? I think my biggest aha was, I guess, when I was going through my customer journey and I did have mine sort of mapped out beforehand, what we learned from your program, I used it to start tweaking my current client journey. But I think my biggest aha moment is the fact that like, you never want too big of a gap within your communications with your client. And that's something that I've actually come to encounter as well is the more leads I got, I was sort of losing track of where and when I needed to, you know, get those touch points done without making them feel like, hey, I went MIA, right? Just because now we're done with the first step, like the application is submitted to the lender. I don't want them to feel like I went MIA. So those were sort of the gaps that I started to notice and want to make sure that I fill and solidify with every client that I work with. So yeah, I mean, for me, that's what it was. And yeah, it's still working on it. <laughs> right. And it is a, it's a living document. It is never it done. Is, so like yeah. I, I talk often about my business partner, Jules, and we have redone hers numerous times. And every time we get stuck, 
we go back to the customer journey and that's what unlocks the next level. So a video game, in order to get to the next level of the video yes. game, it's, it's usually in the customer journey is like, okay, which yeah. part of the process is preventing me from, you know, taking up all my time or making mistakes or whatever that is. And so it's super important. So how about you, Enrique? Yeah. What was sort of your biggest aha or takeaway from actually going through this process? Uh, mine was the moments where you can create wow moments for the clients during that experience because of that. it wasn't really something that I had even thought of. Generally, I try to charm them and just kind of like keep good open rapport just between win us. Win them over but, with your devilish good looks and be like, hey, well, of course you can work with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I guess. Yeah, hey, if you got it, you got to use it. Like, come on, like, seriously. <laughs> you know, like even just like stuff like just giving them scratch tickets, you know what I mean? Like just there's definitely room there to kind of add those moments that kind of like generate good relationships and that lifetime customer. So there's that. I kind of share with Isabel just not having too much of a gap in between communication. You know, like when I first started, I was kind of confused as to like, okay, should I call them now? Should I not call them now? It's just too much. You don't and want to be like I needy, think, like a needy, you know, girlfriend yeah. who's like, like, the, the, I've anyway, been there too. So, yeah. pretty, pretty much. I've been a needy girlfriend a lot, actually. That's usually what people say about me. They're like, you're too needy. I'm not a needy girlfriend, by the way. I was just, I was agreeing with you, Enrique. Oh, okay. I just no, realized I said, that. I, I, actually, okay. I, I, I don't like the word needy. I prefer I'm high maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Sorry. but yeah like that's, that's it's funny. you know ultimately that is what we're trying to avoid is yeah. that you know that high maintenance kind of experience so i mean you know in the beginning that was definitely attributed to the fact that i didn't have a system in place to mm -hmm. kind of let me know okay now is the time to do this and now is the time to send out this email and so on and so forth so i mean especially coming from somebody that's not traditionally an organized person this is absolutely necessary to have well, the system in I'm place. the same as you, man. You know, still with my ADD, I have so much trouble with focus that if I don't have a process, I am like literally, yeah. My wife used to joke being married to me was 50 first dates because I, I just forget <laughs> everything. Like I literally, so if I don't I have a process, you mentioned that before. I'm like, it's terrible. <laughs> so if anybody's listening to this and you're wired like even remotely like that, I think it's important for you to have a process so that your customers get a great experience. Even Absolutely. if your natural wiring is, you know, you resist it. And I love that you brought up the moments of wow, because one part is to map it out. Yes. So if you got a consistent process, you get an A. If you really want to go to the next level, though, you've got to engineer moments of wow at specific times. And so can you yeah. like can you think of one in particular that you thought was like, okay, this is one I'm gonna implement into my loan process? Just like Tim Hortons or like Starbucks gift cards, like, hey, have a cup of coffee on me. Thanks for doing business. You know, enjoy. These small little gestures, I mean, we often overlook them, but they kind of do still have a big impact. Like everybody likes free stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, stuff like that, even like the little scratch cards, like you can go pick one up for a couple bucks. And if they win, then their experience just went up, you know, totally. exponentially. They have to share you know? with you. He's like, okay, yeah. if you win, we have to share. No, don't do that. Right? <laughs> That would but steal like even, the gift from them. Even if all they got is 10 bucks out of it, like they're still ecstatic about it, you know? So just like small stuff like that, I very much would like to implement myself. Earlier, we had discussed, you know, just like throwing in videos to kind of help explain the process, especially for first-time home buyers. So that's definitely something that I still need to work on implementing, but very much so love the idea of... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you had another thought there. I was watching yeah. you. I was like, I was yeah. watching you. You just stopped. I, I love like, the idea. I'm like, did you get keep that off? going? Keep going. <laughs> Sorry, um, we have a lot of fun yeah. on this show. You know what? Yeah, we, we do. We, we, keep, we try to keep it light and have fun. So, yeah. so for you, Isabel, was there a certain like a moment of wow that you thought of? Hey, I want to implement this. And just as a side here, just because you have a loan process and there's things that you can't implement yet, doesn't mean that you shouldn't map them out now because you can always come back to them and add them in later. So 
like you want to create that ideal loan process, but then, okay, I can't deliver this yet, but eventually I can. So give me something that you think that you're going to implement to make a better customer experience. Yeah, I think for me, I'm going to be starting out with that know your client. I really love that idea. And actually, since I started in the industry and then we were on lockdown, my biggest challenge was, you know, not meeting people in person. And I'm just so big on that stuff because I find that's where I get to know my clients the best before we even talk any business. So I think what I found tough was, you know, getting on the phone with my clients or just leads in general. And then, you know, some of them just go right into business. But then for me, I'm like, I want to get to know you first a little bit. Right. But then at the same time, I don't want to seem like I'm interrogating them about themselves. (laughs) So it was was like, oh, you know, what chocolate bar do you like? I have a few hundred questions for you. (laughs) So, (laughs) right. So it's just like it's timing them in the conversations that I have with my clients. And I found that it does take time because, you know, you don't get on the first call and you say, hey, what? you know, kind of chocolate bar do you eat? How do you take your coffee? Like you don't really ask those things, right? They're supposed to come naturally. Yeah. So I think implementing that know your client is definitely going to start making Yeah, we, we call it the all about you form. So or all about, yes, yeah. Yeah, sorry. all about you. Because know your Heather. client is more like, hey, are you Sorry, criminal? that's the mortgage side, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if you're a criminal, um, the, the check, yes. I'll tell you guys a story after about when I went to a gun, yeah. gun range in Vegas <laughs> and, and the stringent process they put me through before they oh, gave wow. me firearms which was crazy, was crazy. so carry on sorry <laughs> oh yes uh, the, the so, all about you form is what you're so talking about so all about you form yes the all about yeah. you form is implementing that right at the beginning of my process somewhere in the beginning of my process and i think that's where i'm going to be able to plug in those wow moments based on my clients because there's no really one solution right one person might prefer starbucks over timmy's one might Timmy's right. over Starbucks. So I want to just be able to deliver them something that will make them think that, hey, you know, Izzy takes the time to get to know her clients. And that's really my goal anyway. And that's the reason why I have my client journey is because the experience for me is just so much more valuable than, you know, hitting the top, the highest volume in the industry. I know some people might disagree with that, but I went into this industry for that very reason to leave people feeling like, you know, somebody actually cared. And would you get paid well for that? Like, so it's it's okay to get paid well because this is a complex process, and so it's okay, you know. But it's great. So, are we going to say Enrique? No, I was just cracking a joke. It's like I was loved after this process, which is ultimately the experience. That's exactly the experience. Yeah, Yeah, I was loved. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Right. um, It wasn't stressful. Things like that. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. So. Just as a quick recap, and we're listening to this. So the customer journey is mapping every step of your process. And the easy way to do it is what happens next, right? Mm-hmm. Lead comes in, what happens next? What happens next? You just keep asking yourself the question over and over again. And yeah. you map this whole thing out. The more detailed, the better to start. And then you go back to it and then engineer moments of wow. So where are those peak moments? When can I really make an impression on my client? That's the next step that you do. And then the third piece is you, it's something that you have to constantly be updating because your process is going to change. You're going to come new software. So people, you may be thinking, is this just a CRM? No, it's not because you don't do everything through your CRM. So some of it you do through phone, text, direct message, like, you know, stuff you're talking about. And so you need to have a document that sits in my mind, a process that sits on top of all of your software because software can change and allows you to, to be adaptable. For your business and eventually right now you guys probably can't even imagine this but eventually you're going to need to hire assistants and yep. when you do oh, <laughs> you're going to make you're going to be like it will happen for both of you and uh, when you do it. you'll be like holy crap now i have a way to train them right so i've actually yeah. got a plan and i can train them on a process instead of just they show up and hope that they are going to be useful to me yeah. it's actually I funny love that you say that because as i started mapping out my client experience like i started putting little side notes 
beside my notes saying like, oh, when I hire, this is something that my assistant can take on just so that like I'm that much ahead of it. So that when the time does come, I can just be like, okay, here we go. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's totally what you have to do. That's smart. That's awesome. What yeah. are you going to say, Isabel? Oh, for me, I've accepted the fact that eventually I'm going to have to hire an assistant, but I'm trying to prepare myself for the letting go part because I'm a control freak. Like <laughs> I really, really am. And it's really bad because I'm like, I would just want to make sure that that you know they're taking care of you know what i mean like that's if that's you hire what's in the, the right people you will do a better job so like if you've yeah. ever worked in hospitality if you've been at a restaurant where they got like amazing servers you're like they got a great mm -hmm. chef but then the chef isn't out at the table with you like so you can create i think with a team eventually and this mm -hmm. is not really the right show for this but you can create a better experience with the right people oh so, i definitely agree yeah i think it's, it's just, just the whole... but, but psychologically it's hard like yeah. everybody struggles they're like because you'll just get it figured out your business will grow you'll be like okay i'm getting the hang of this and then you're like you know okay i'm stuck again scott i'm gonna be like you need to hire and yeah. then you're like but i don't want to let go because i just figured out how to do this myself but that's how it works it's yeah. like a video game and it happens every time and mm -hmm. so you have to the more you're prepared for it because you're organized up front the, the easier it'll be yeah, yeah. for sure <laughs> mm -hmm. awesome so any final words enrique before we wrap up this call today Get yourself organized. For those of you who are listening, if this isn't something that you've done already, please hear me out. Your whole experience as an agent or broker will get just that much better. And, you know, like your days will be planned out so much better, ultimately making your life easier, but your client's life easier. Right. And you'll make less yeah. mistakes and mistakes yeah. are really costly. If you lose a deal when you're doing lots of business, you're like, who cares? You know, Jim yeah. Lucas loses a client. He doesn't care. But when you're new and you got a limited number of referrals and if you make mistakes, unforced errors, I call them, because you don't have a clean process, you lose the client. But even worse, you'll often lose a referral source. They'll go back to the referral source yeah. and say, you introduced me to Enrique and that guy made a mess in my file and now they don't refer you anymore. Now you're like, crap, you're back twice. Not only did you lose the deal, you lost. And so if you're listening to this, I can't emphasize enough how important this step in the process is for you to be able to build a business that you may not think you need to do it because you only got one file. Don't make that mistake because yeah. you can still mess things up with one file. It's harder to organize it when you got more on your plate. It's yeah. way harder. And, and I do some consulting with people that do big volume. And this is the thing that we try to get them to fix. And it's hard when you're busy. Like you're closing mm -hmm. 35 loans in a month. You're like, you don't have time to go back and fix anything. You're just trying to keep from, you know, everything blowing up. Yeah. Okay. And I think, sorry. And I think too that just to add to Enrique, I think too that when you do have your client journey all mapped out and then you take your leads through it, your clients through it, it shows you where you can also improve, you know, throughout yeah. the journey yeah. because every client's different. At some point you're going to discover, oh, I could have been doing this. And now it's just taking your whole experience and your business to a whole other level. Like it's just building on each other. Every they will time. find any flaws or errors in it. Somebody will find yeah. for you and you mm -hmm. always have to think of them as gifts instead of yes. being frustrated. Yeah. And Think of it as a gift. Okay, something didn't go right. Go back to your customer journey. What can I put in place to prevent this from happening again or to you know improve this process? And that's how you build an amazing business over time. Yeah. That is really yeah. the key. You're right. Because if you do it different every time, you have no idea what to fix. You're like, well, yeah. I kind of screwed up that time, but but yeah. now you have a way to go back and be like, wait a second, I skipped a step in the process or I didn't communicate clearly enough here, and that's why mm -hmm. this happened there. And so that's why it's important to do that. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. right. Awesome. Well, okay, guys, we'll be chatting with you next week. And thanks again. Sounds good. Sounds Looking good. To Thank it. you. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.